And Isaiah chapter number 25 this morning. Isaiah chapter number 25. I'll be honest with you. Uh, is that all? I don't need to do anything with that. Isaiah chapter 25 this morning. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I was enjoying, I don't normally sing. Uh, I sing all the time in the house. We don't sing much as the family. My family sings. I don't sing much with them. I was enjoying singing. If I could have come up with two or three more songs, I'd have sung them to you. I just, my mind went blank. That was the only two I knew. Uh, but I, I bless his name. He's been so good to me. I appreciate the good service this morning. It's wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord. I tell you, our choir uh, has always helped me prepare for preaching. Y'all do an outstanding job, and more uh, the Lord touches them, and I thank the Lord for it. And the special music God's blessed us with around here. I thank I thank God for it. Hadn't He been good to us? And uh, I I bless His name. It's wonderful to be in the in the presence of the Lord. Isaiah chapter number 25 this morning. There's 12 verses in this chapter. I want us to stand as we read them. Uh, we'll read all of them. Uh, I want to show you some, uh, some helping verbs uh, in Isaiah chapter 25. Uh, and I want to I I draw attention to them uh, when we see them. Uh, and, and it'll actually be the title of the message that I'm going to preach this morning. Uh, Isaiah 25, verse number 1. Isaiah starts uh, this chapter with uh, what he's going to do in the first verse, and he spends the next 11 verses telling you why. He starts out giving you what he's going to do, telling Israel, telling the world what he's going to do, and then he tells us why. I think this morning, by the time we get done reading these 12 verses, everyone in here ought to agree with him. Yes. Yes. Oh Lord, thou art my God. I will, notice that, and if you mark in your Bible, you can underline that, I will exalt thee. I will praise thy name. Semicolon, he said what he's going to do. I'm going to exalt the Lord. I'm going to praise His name. And now He's going to spend the next 11 and a half verses telling us why. For Thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels are, are Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. For Thou hast made a city in heap of a defense city a ruin a palace of strangers to be no city, it shall never be built. Verse 3, Therefore shall the strong people glorify thee, the city of the terrible nations shall fear thee. Notice again, verse 4, For thou hast, he keeps talking about what God has done. Anybody this morning, could anybody spend a little bit of time talking about what God has done? For thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy, in his distress a refuge from the storm, a shadow from the heat when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall. Verse 5, now he's going to talk about what God will do. 
Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers. Has anybody read ahead in the Word of God? And no one believe what God is going to do. <laughs> Isaiah said, I will exalt thee. I will praise thee because thou hast. And now he's going to praise him because you will. It's not just that you have, but you're going to. Amen. I think you ought to praise God for what he has done. I think you ought to praise God for what he's going to do. Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place, even the heat with the shadow of a cloud. The branch of the terrible ones shall be brought low. And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast. Now he's getting over into millennial kingdom stuff. Of fat things, a feast of wines on the leaves, of fat things full of marrow, of wines on the leaves well refined. And he will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering, cast over all people, and the veil that is spread over all nations. Watch verse number 8. He will swallow up death. I think that's what Paul was talking about. Oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, brave, where is thy victory? Isaiah's done went over. Past Calvary, he's done went to the end. He's done seen the tribulation. He's done went over beyond that. And he's done watch God gather up all of his and, and, and wipe away death once and for all. He will swallow up death in victory. And the Lord God will wipe away tears. Pretty sure I read that in Revelation 21. And the Lord and God shall wipe away all the tears from their eyes. Verse number 8. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off the earth, for the Lord hath spoken it. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him. We have, we have waited for him, and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For in this mountain shall the hand of the Lord rest, and Moab shall be trodden down under him, even as the straw is trodden down for the dunghill. And he shall... Spread forth his hands in the midst of them as he that swimmeth spreadeth forth his hands to swim and he shall bring down their pride. They can wave their pride flags. They can, they can pronounce their arrogancy in front of the whole nation and in front of the whole world. But God said uh, there's coming a day uh, that anybody, anybody who is who is standing up in pride? I'm not just talking about I'm not just talking about what we've seen in recent days, but the proud in heart that needs no God. He said, "There's coming a day when He's going to bring down their pride, together with the spoils of their hands, and the fortress of the high fort of thy walls shall He bring down, lay low." and bring to the ground even to the dust. That's all 12 verses. He has and shall. 
I mean, we may find a little bit more of what he's going to do in this text. Let's pray. Lord, we love you this morning. God, we thank you for the word of God. I pray now, would you bless and touch as we preach it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You can be seated this morning. I want to, I want to take this morning that thought we emphasized it as we read it. Uh, I want to preach this morning uh, on this. He has, he is. You see, I didn't see that in there. Notice verse 1. O Lord, thou art my God. That is present tense. I want to preach he has, he is, and he will. Uh, And because of that, Isaiah said, I will. Because he has, because he is, and because he will, then I will. Uh, I uh, would say would say to you this morning, by uh, somewhat of an introduction, uh, and we've preached a few messages out of Isaiah. You know uh, what is going on. It is a nation under judgment. It is a nation uh, that is not only under it, but is headed for more. Uh, and he is living in yeah. trouble sometimes. Uh, And by the time we get to the 25th chapter of Isaiah, he is prophetically speaking, and he is looking ahead uh, uh, at things that are going to come. Uh, And he's made his mind up that he's going to praise the Lord. Uh, In the middle of bad circumstances, in the middle of troublesome times, when things have not gone the way that he thought that they should or would uh, or ought to, uh, Isaiah makes a declaration and he says this, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name. Uh, He puts it out on record. Uh, He makes a declaration to God. He makes a promise, if you will, to God of what he's going to do. And he says, I'm going to exalt you and I'm going to praise your name. Uh, that word exalt uh, simply means this, to give him preeminence. Uh, to put him uh, in the place of first. Where nothing is before him uh, and he comes around secondary or thirdly or fourth. But that God has the place of exaltation, the place of preeminence. I think that's what... Uh, uh, God spoke of in the book of Exodus when he gave us the law uh, and he said thou shalt have no other gods before me God said what I want if this is going to work is to be preeminent I want you to exalt me uh, to the place of number one Uh, Isaiah said uh, it's bad all around me things are not going as they ought to uh, but here's what I'm going to do I'm going to exalt you I'm going to lift you up Uh, to preeminence. I'm going to give you the position of first, which is rightfully his whether you give it to him or not, but sure does work out good in my life and yours when we go ahead and give him what's his and exalt him. Would anybody in here this morning like to put the Lord Jesus first in the house of God? He ought to be first in this house and he ought to be first in our house and it would be wonderful if he'd be first in the state house and in the white house but if I can't get him to be first there, I sure can't make him first at my house. I will exalt thee. 
to give him preeminence, to lift him up. Uh, and, and, and here's another part of that word exalt. Uh, it means to make much of, to, to make a big deal about. I think this morning uh, it would be good if we would make a big deal about the Lord. How about you? And I believe we have this morning. I believe we've made an effort, uh, but I don't believe we ought to quit. I believe this morning we ought to just carry on making a big deal of the Lord. And here's, I believe to this point, when we, when we close our Bibles, when we get up off the altar at the end of the service, when we walk out of those doors, I think we ought to get in the car and keep making a big deal of the Lord. I think we ought to go to the restaurant or go to the house and sit around the table and make a big deal of of the Lord. I think we ought to come back tonight and make a big deal of the Lord. And when you get up on Monday morning when nobody's around, I think we ought to make a big deal of the Lord. And when we go to work and we're around folks, we ought to talk about it, tell about it, make a big deal of him because he is worthy to be exalted this morning. To make much of. Isaiah said, I'm going to brag on you. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to give you place of first in my life. I'm going to make much of you. And if you read the book of Isaiah, he does a pretty good job of making much of the Lord Jesus. You say, preacher, I would at work, but they'd think I was weird. Just go ahead and let them think what they're wanting to think. They're going to think it anyhow. Just go ahead and let them think it because he is worthy to make much of. You might find out you're going to make much of him. Somebody might get interested in him. I'm afraid this morning we don't make, make very much of the Lord in our day-to-day -day activity, in our day-to-day -day living. I, and we're all guilty of it. Just go ahead and make your mind up like Isaiah. Make much of him at the house. Make much of him at the dinner table. Make much of him when you're riding down the road. Make much of him at work. Make much of him in your private time and in your public time. Go ahead and make your mind up. I will exalt thee. And then he said, and I will praise thy name. That word praise, there are several words in the Hebrew language for praise. That particular word praise is Yawdah. Y-A-W-D-A-W, Yawdah. It is a Hebrew word, one of the Hebrew words for praise. Uh, and, and, and here's what it means. It means to shout at. Yes. to shout at. And there's another part of that meaning and it means to throw at. Yeah. Uh, you said, preacher, I don't know what you're saying. I'm supposed to shout at God and throw something at him. Yodah, Isaiah said, I will yodah you. I will praise you. I will shout praises at you. I will throw praises at you. I'm going to send something your way that is worthy of who you are. And he said, I will praise thee. I will throw praises your way. I will shout praises your way. That would mess up. Uh, a whole lot of dead, dry uh, religion this morning. If God's people would make their minds up, and, and there's a pretty good bit of them around here who already have, and I appreciate that, but if God's people would make their minds up, I'm not sitting there waiting on something. I, I'm going to start throwing something at the Lord. I'm going to start shouting His glory and His praise. Yes, sir. Amen. 
If you watch this in the new modern age of so-called worship, this is what everybody does. Hands out. Which says, what is a baby doing? Hands out. Give me, give me, give me. Everybody wants God to give them, give them, give them. And that is in the modern age of so-called worship, everybody's hands out as they sway with their palms out expecting God to send rain and send something. And God can send things and I bless His name that He does. But that word your law means I'm not waiting on anything. I'm going to send something your way. I'm going to praise you. I'm going to give you glory. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to shout your praises. And I'm it also means to extend the hands I guess that would be the opposite of send the rain with my hands out waiting on God to send something it would be this when I praise God it would look like this to extend the hands Listen to me this morning. I'm not trying to knock what anybody does, but I think we need a little less of this and a whole lot more of this. And I think we'd be in better shape if we quit doing so much of this and do a little bit more of this instead of always waiting on God to do something for us. Hadn't He already been good? Hadn't He always been God? Just go ahead and throw some praise for it. Just go ahead and extend the hands up towards God with praise and adoration. That word y'all die also in the, in the, in the sense of praise it means to uh, laud over and to give thanks. To laud. It's, it's a part of the I word applaud. Uh, and it just means, I mean, just, 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 we, we ought to talk about make much of, but just keep going on and on and on, bragging on him. Like a, like a little boy who's in love with a little girl, and that's all he can talk about. That's all he can think about. Like a little girl who's in love with some little boy, and she daydreams about him, and that's all she can think about, and, and she lauds over him, uh, and they ought to just laud. Has anybody in here this morning believed? that Jesus is worthy to be lord over and worthy to be magnified in such a way. He said, I will exalt thee and praise thee. I'm going to make you first and I'm going to throw praise your way. And then he goes on to tell us why. I won't take a long time to preach why. We all have many reasons this morning, but I'm going to borrow Isaiah's because they fit relevantly to my life as well. Number one, he said, I will praise thee and exalt thee. I will because you have. I will because he has. And really this morning, I could stop right there and not say anything that he has done. And all of us could go ahead and start praising God because you don't need me to tell you what he has done. Is anybody in here this morning got some he has that's in your life? Yes. 
And I'm going to give you some because Isaiah gives us some. But you're already thinking ahead of what he has done. And if you're not, just go ahead and do it of what God has done. Hasn't he been faithful? Hasn't he provided everything you ever needed? Hasn't he saved your soul in hell? Hasn't he loved you like no one else ever could or would or should? Hasn't God blessed you beyond measure? He has. He has. They sung it a moment ago. He has. I've not always been faithful, but I'm glad it ain't all for my faithfulness and tears. I've not always been faithful, but He has. Not always been graceful, but He has. He has. Well, let's look at what Isaiah said He has done. Verse 1, chapter 25, O Lord, thou art my God, I will exalt thee, I will praise thy name, for thou hast done wonderful things. Thou hast done wonderful things. Oh, I can think of some wonderful things that he's done. <laughs> I can think of some wonderful things he's done. I tell you, it was a wonderful thing that he gave me the wife he gave me. Any of you that's married believe that about your spouse? I think it's a wonderful thing that he gave me the children that he's given me. I think it's a wonderful thing that he gave me the calling that he's given me that lets me do this. I think it's a wonderful thing to be in the house of God this morning. I think it's a wonderful thing, the home that I live in and the, and the friends that I have and the life that I have. None of that I ever was worthy of or deserved of. But if I could just name one wonderful thing that he's done for me, that far exceeding all wonderful things that he's ever done, I tell you it would be this this morning, the greatest wonderful thing that he's ever done is that he has saved me. And I just like to stop this morning that I'm glad he has when it comes to saving me. And uh, if you're here this morning and you're saved uh, and your bank account's empty, it may be empty, but he has saved you. If you're here this morning and your health record is not what you wish it could be, I know that's not easy to take and that's not a right thing, but thank God there's still one thing uh, that you can brag on him about if there's nothing else. He has saved. That's a wonderful thing. Ah, uh, wonderful things, things that are hard to describe, things that are hard to put in words, things that when you stand up and testify, it's all there in your head, but you sit down and you think, well, did that make any sense at all? I'll tell you why you feel that way, because it's hard to put in words how good God's been to you. But go ahead and keep on trying, because it don't have to make sense to any of us. The Lord likes to hear it. And it ain't about us. You don't stand up and brag on God because of us anyhow. And it ain't to please us. It's to please Him. And we don't have to understand it. But I tell you, there's one who does understand it because He was there when it happened as well. And that's God. And go ahead and brag on Him for the wonderful things He has done. Things that are hard to describe and to understand. Wonderful things that are marvelous and extraordinary. I guess you could even use the word supernatural. They are above nature, beyond nature. They don't happen naturally. It is supernatural. The whole world's looking for supernatural phenomenon. I wish they'd go down to the church and look for some. Because I've been around some supernatural phenomenon. 
You say, what have you been around? Well, about 31 years ago, I knelt down on a couch at 1919 East Emerson Road and the God of all glory come down there and met with me and saved me and I ain't never been the same since. Honey, I'm trying to tell you this morning, He has saved. He's done wonderful things. Wonderful things. Hallelujah. Look at what it says. For thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. He said, not only have you done wonderful things, but you've counseled from old. You've given. Uh, if if well, the wonderful things is salvation, then could the counsels of old be the scripture? He spoke, and it was... Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost of God. Are y'all hearing me this morning? Yes. Councils of old. Thank God for the Word of God. Yes. I can praise God because He has given me a book. Yes. I can praise God because He has spoken to me. I can. How about this? I can praise God because my sheep hear my voice and I know the voice of the Lord. Is anybody glad He's spoken to you? Is anybody glad you've heard His voice? I said, I said you're going to be first. I'm going to give you preeminent. I'm going to exalt you. I'm going to fall praise at you. I'm going to glorify you. I'm going to give you glory for all that you've done because you have done wonderful things and you have given counsels of old. I'm glad I'm not living this morning in a world where CNN is the main source of my, of my knowledge of world events. I'm glad I'm not living in a world where Fox News is the main source of my world knowledge. I'm glad I'm not living in a world where TikTok and Facebook and all of the other outlets are, 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 the, are the substance of the source of my knowledge. But I'm glad, thank God, I've got 66 books all the way from Genesis to Revelation. Genesis tells us where we come from. Revelation tells us where we're going. And everything in the middle is about Him. He's in the middle and I know how I got here and I know why I'm here and I know where I'm going when I leave here. Thou hast done wonderful things. Thy counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Verse number, uh, verse number two thou hast, that is again the past tense, the, is a helping verb uh, the, the, he will uh, it is a past tense uh, of what God has done for thou hast made of a city and heap of a defense city a ruin, a palace of strangers to be no city, it shall never be built, therefore shall the strong people glorify thee, the city of the terrible nation shall fear thee, for thou hast been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy, in his distress a refuge from the storm a shadow from the heat, when the blast of the terrible ones is as a storm against the wall preacher, what in the world is all of that, that God has done I just tell it to you simple this morning. Isaiah said, You brought down big enemies, you brought down big giants. 
You've brought down cities that would have wiped us off the face of the earth and killed us. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, you've not only given us salvation, wonderful things, you've not only given us the Scripture, the counsels of old, but you've strengthened the poor and the needy. I guess you could say it like this. I can praise you this morning. I can exalt you this morning as I look back on what you have done as you've strengthened me and sheltered me from the storms in my life. Is anybody in here this morning able to look back and say, I remember that storm and it would have killed me. I remember, I remember that giant and it would have slew me. I remember that devil and it would have taken my life. I remember that trouble and it would have been the end but thou hast delivered thou hast strengthened thou hast been a refuge and a shelter to the poor and needy and downtrodden thou hast been my help thou hast we probably ought to call recess this morning say time out hold on before we go any further and say, God has saved me, I will bless Him. God has spoken to me, I will bless Him. And God has strengthened me when I thought I could not go on. I come through another battle, I will exalt God for He has done. And a good way to do that is this. Anybody just on purpose, anybody just on purpose want to raise one hand with both hands and say, Bless His Holy Name. He has been good to me. Hallelujah this morning. Hallelujah. He has. Brother Seth, this is his and this is first he said, one year anniversary. Hasn't he answered your prayers? Did you think that there was a time maybe he wouldn't? But look what God has done this Hallelujah. And some of you in here and you're sitting with people that you didn't think would ever get saved. But look what God has done. He has. Yes, sir. Oh, I could go down the list. There's folks in here this morning and your marriage was nearly over. And all they're hoping this world was to God of glory. And then this morning you're sitting here together in the house of God with Bibles. And with your own mind loving the Lord, look what God has done. I will exalt thee. I will praise thee. I'm hurrying this morning the best I can. He has. Then he will. Notice verse 5. Thou shalt bring down the noise of the strangers. I, I don't have time to give much insight into all of this, but we'll just read these verses. I'll, I'll comment on them. Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place. He said, there's some folks that are strangers to you. I guess that would make them strangers to the people of God. And they're noisy. Anybody get tired of hearing some noise all the time? Of God haters, God deniers. 
God blasphemers. He said, uh, Thou shalt bring down the noise of strangers as the heat in a dry place, even the heat with the shadow of a cloud. The branch of the terrible one shall be brought low. Let me just, let me just say it to you like this. Thou shalt make wrong things right one day. Verse 6. And in this mountain shall the Lord of hosts make unto all people a feast of fat things, a feast of wines on the leaves, of fat things full of mar or marrow of wines on the leaves, well refined. He said, Not only will, not only he will make the wrong things right, he will prepare a feast. You can go look it up, Revelation 19, verse number 9, marriage supper of the Lamb. Isaiah saw it in his day and said, I know it's bad now, but he will. <laughs> Not only he has, but he will. I know it don't look like we're winning right now, but one of these days Christ himself is going to gird himself and serve us at the marriage supper of the Lamb. He's preparing a feast. He will. Look, look on verse 7. And he will destroy in this mountain the face of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He said right now, men love darkness rather than light because their deeds are evil. Right now, he is under a veil. Right now, he came into his own and his own received him not. They can't see him. They choose not to see him. There's a veil that is covering him and it is only by faith that individuals see him as they walk into the light that's given God gives them more light but he said there's coming a day there's coming a day the righteous God of glory is coming to this earth and the veil will be completely torn the veil not only the veil of the temple that was written in twain but the veil of darkness that is clouding men's vision from seeing God as he is it will be pulled from the sight of Israel and all the nations and every eye shall see him and every tongue shall confess. Isaiah's getting pulled over into prophecy and he's getting pulled over into the millennial reign. He said, God, I know they don't worship you now. I know they don't praise you now. I know they don't want you now. But bless God, there's coming a day when they're going to see you as you are for who you are. And in that day, they too will confess you. He said he will make known to all who he is. They've mocked us and laughed at us for believing in God one of these days. <laughs> and I'm not wishing ill on anybody. But boy, won't it be victory. And one of these days God parts the sky and He comes with a shout and the voice of the archangel and the trump of God and all of us who've lived for Him by faith can say, I told y'all, I told y'all, I told y'all He meant every word that He said and He's done what He said He would do. He will. Let's read on. What else will he do? Verse number eight. He will swallow up death in victory. <laughs> Miss Melanie's not here this morning because they're walking through the waters of death with her mother-in-law. In days to come, if God don't do something, 
Well, Stevens used to be our song leader. A dear friend of mine is out now, but he'll, he'll walk through the valley of the shadow of death. We've buried loved ones. We've buried friends. We've buried family. I've been a part of it in these 15 years with many of you. I've walked down the graveyards with you. I've preached funerals. I've witnessed your loved ones alongside of you. We've cried together as we've said goodbye to folks we love. We've done it with our family. But Isaiah said it won't always be like this. <laughs> Woo! It won't always be. There's always that impending, looming uh, knowledge that it's coming. I read somewhere, I didn't hear I read it, I heard it, that the median age now has moved up. The middle, the average median age, the, mid, the very middle of the road of the lifespan taking into account those who lived to be 100 and those who died in infancy, the median age of life is 38.4. I thought, well, I guess that does make me middle age then. And with that, there's the knowledge that it may be a long ways out there, but it's coming. I hope it's a long ways. I hope it's a real long ways out there. I hope my kids don't inherit anything from me for another 70 years. I want to leave them stuff, but I hope they're old when they get it. Because that means I'm alive. And my wife. But it's looming. And Isaiah said, but I'm going to bless him. <clears throat> oh, I'm trying to quit preaching. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to exalt him. Because there's coming a day. Death will be no more. There'll be no more trips down to the graveyard. There'll be no more visits down to the hospital. There'll be no more. There'll be no more songs sung and Psalm 23 read around a tombstone. There'll be no more tears of those who have gone by or tears for those who have gone on to be with the Lord. He said, God is coming. And when he does, he'll swallow death. I think that's praiseworthy. Truth this morning. He will swallow up death in victory. First Corinthians 15. Uh, oh, death, where is thy sting? Oh, grave, where is thy victory? The Lord said, uh, Look who's victorious. It's not death and it's not the grave. Let's read on this morning. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from off all faces. He's going to remove death and sorrow. And you can read that, Revelation chapter 21. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And the rebuke of His people shall He take away from off all the earth. For the Lord has spoken it. Verse 9. And it shall be said in that day, Lo, this is our God, we have waited for Him, and He will save us. This is the Lord, we have waited for Him. We will be glad and rejoice in His salvation. He's going to prove Himself once again faithful. Verse number 11, And He shall spread forth His hands in the midst of them, as He that swimmeth spreadeth forth His hands to swim, and He shall bring down their pride together with the spoils of their hands. And the fortress of the high fort of the wall shall He bring down, lay low and bring to the ground even to the dust. 
He has and He will. He will deal with our enemies once and for all. And He'll bring them down to the dust. He will. He will deal with the devil. He will deal with death. He will. And Isaiah said, not only because of what you have, stay with me and I'm done nearly. Not only because of what you have done, I will exalt you and praise you, but because of what you will do, I believe it. And I will exalt you and I will praise you. Is there anybody here this morning you did a good job on what he has done? But anybody in here this morning on faith, just because you believe God, anybody want to extend some hands to the Lord this morning for what He will do? I will bless you for what you will do in the days to come. Hallelujah. He has. He will. But I want to emphasize this in closing. It's not just that I will praise Him for what He has and He has done. And it's not just that I want to praise Him for what He will. And He will do. But He starts it. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Can you feel the, the tears and the weeping and the worship and the exaltation in that? Oh, Lord. Has anybody ever knelt before Him and said, Oh, Lord. <laughs> Oh, Lord, Thou art my God. <laughs> he has how we'll exalt Him. He has how we'll praise Him. He will I'm going to exalt Him. He will I'm going to praise Him. But He is right now my God. And I will praise Him because of what He is. You can look back this morning and say God's been good. And you can look ahead this morning and say God's going to be good. But it might be a mess if you look around this morning. Everything that's going on in your world, everything that's going on wrong in your life, and you say, preacher, it has been good because God was there. And it will be good because God will be there. But preacher, it don't look good right now. Go ahead and praise Him anyhow. Because right now, He's not only has been your God and will be, but He is my God right now. He is. He is. I don't know that you can get any better. Because if He has, and that's wonderful, then maybe He won't be again. Maybe we could say He has, but those days are over. And there's a lot of folks who like to live in the past and what God has done. But I'm living right now. And maybe this morning you could say He will, and we know He will. But that might not change things right now. Because of what He has done could be over. And what He will do might not be here yet. And if all we have is what God has done and what God will do, we'll all be a little depressed and a little distressed this morning.
But all I want to stand and go on record this morning and say He's not just a God that has been and it's not just a God that will be. But right now, this morning, in June of 2023, He's the God who is. He is God. He is faithful. He is near. He is saving. He is speaking. He is drawing. He is working. And right now, I'm going to lift my hand and exalt the God who is. And so Isaiah says, so I will. Because you have. Because you will. And because you are. Why don't we just do that this morning one more time. It's been so good each time. We've praised Him that He has been. We've praised Him this morning that He will be. How many of you would like to get on that? He is. I will exalt Him because He is. He is. Yes. <laughs> Don't that feel pretty good? Yes. I'm going to throw some praise His way. Yes. I'm going to shout it in His direction. I know He can hear. I know He can hear. But, it, but, but, but it's not just for Him. It's for me. And it's not just for me. It's for Him. And, and I'm going to throw some praise and exalt and praise Him and make much of Him because He is. You come up here and get your song ready. Just make your mind up today. I'm going to exalt Him. I'm going to make much of Him because He has. I'm going to exalt Him. I'm going to praise Him and make much of Him because He will. And I'm going to exalt Him and praise Him and make much of Him because He is. Moses said, Lord, who shall I tell Pharaoh that sent me? And God said, tell him the God who was. No. Tell him the God who will be. No. He said, you march in there and you tell Pharaoh Moses that I am hath sent thee. That means it don't matter if you're in the past, he is. If you're in the future, He is. If you're in the present, He is. He is. And because of it. <laughs> what you going to sing? Huh? All right. Would you, as she sings this morning, would you stand? We want to do one or two things or maybe both. Maybe we ought to do a little bit of this before we come to the altar and just brag on Him. Oh, Lord, I bless Your name. And maybe this morning once we get done, throwing some praise His way. We ought to come bow before Him and praise Him and pray to Him and worship Him. You sang this morning. Amen.